welcome back to the Q&R code. This is Quinn. And this is Riley. Happy Halloween, almost. <laughs> Will this A be little... coming out on Halloween? Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. Wait a no. minute. What? No. Oh no. It will come out a, a week, a week before, before right? Halloween. Yes. All right, Quinn but and that I are still in the mood. Yeah, Quinn and I are doing this one a little early because we have an upcoming trip that we're excited about, but we're going to see each other in just a couple of days from the time we're recording. So I'm so excited for that. What else do you have we're going on, Quinn? So so excited well we get to visit my grandma which is going to be really sweet and she lives in a little town in washington that is such good fall vibes because there's lots of fall farmers markets and really cute bakeries and it's right by the ocean but the type of ocean where you need sweaters and a scarf so yes i am gonna keep bringing up wearing a big chunky scarf okay <laughs> the water um, would be very cold perhaps i will bring a swimsuit but i was going I'm... to say knowing us we will get in as kids we were so brave about it and i feel like still than average i'd be willing to get in a little bit of colder water but i i will say that as years go on i become less Softer. interested yes when it is very cold to spend very long in there but i am excited for a little ocean side feeling that'll be so fun yeah here's what i'm saying might as well take advantage of the health benefits of the cold plunge which is what i am going to use it as um also, if you can hear my little baby dog, I want to give a formal apology, but here's the thing. We have a chicken update, everybody. Let's get pecking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say clucking, but all right. Clucking. Let's get this. Let's get the get the cluck out of here, Pinkerton. <laughs> just kidding. Um you know what I think it just happened is that I've been having so many good puns about the chickens that I think I'm finally starting to burn out because yesterday, I'm not going to lie, it was almost too much, but, um, but almost like I was slaying the chicken puns. I, oh it was sean did have to draw a boundary and say okay that's now it's been enough thank you please do not say one more and then i said <laughs> one more <laughs> i do feel that it's a shame that it only took 12 hours to burn out those puns for you yeah well i just need another good night's sleep and then i'll be back on it but no i'm not joking you guys like i don't want to make it a big deal or anything but the puns were really good um, I did just want to start this episode off with a little bit of healthy ASMR. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think that went? I don't know if that's going to be really speaking to our audience, but we would love reports back if we want to hear Quinn pop open a little prebiotic soda. Yeah. What flavor do you have going a there? Good, 
A good little Olipop. I have the ginger lemon, which I know you like. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. It's not my top choice. I am much more of a root beer, cream soda kind of girl. Um, yeah, but, but this that's is what was very, left. And- it's for a very different flavor, obviously. It's not like I have a ginger completely lemon. Completely different feel- profile. Yes, exactly. Kind of like the grape soda that they also offer. Uh, I, that's not the so same vibe. As a- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Actually, I love the grape soda. I full on... Do you not like the grape soda? No, I was going to say I full on like every flavor that they do. But Me too. I do have to say my most challenging one, Brayden's favorite, is banana cream. Banana cream. Yes. It is a definite banana cream experience. If that sounds like something you would like, I guarantee you'll like it. But if you're not one that wants to necessarily sip on banana vibes, then it is like that. Yeah, I I think they nailed it for what it is. You know, like you're saying, like for executing a banana cream, they they made they met the mark but i would rather enjoy a banana twin pop if i'm on the rare occasion i'm going for banana flavor you know okay but when we're being for real about these flavors this is me since i was a kid let's get for real cream soda cream soda sarsaparilla root beer that is the only genre of soda I have and ever will care about. I I don't care about a Coke. Whatever. Sorry. Oh, God. Getting canceled. <laughs> um, um, yeah. That sort of thing. Whatever. I could always, even as a kid, we didn't grow up with sodas in the household. So if we were out at like a barbecue or something and got to grab one, I am fishing my little fist through the melted bucket of ice water for a root beer. I, I don't 100%. want hundred percent. A and W bulldog, like give it to me. I went on a hike with my, um, tattoo studio and it was so fun, but it was a very hot day and thankfully not as hot as Denver days can be, but it was very warm and it's this hike where you get to see a ton of falls which is so cool but there's hundreds of stairs like it's just a ton of stairs and at the bottom they had artisanal popsicles that were delicious and uh, you know in a moment like that like nothing is so good as a freezing cold popsicle to quench your thirst like it hit and when i saw that they had root beer float popsicles obviously i looked no further like yeah my mind's made up i easiest decision of my life and i got heckled for it multiple people on my team were like what what are you having they're like that is a nasty girl thing to do they're like maybe that's just a white girl thing or something i'm like what are you talking about Okay. Who well like, if that is wrong then I don't want to be right, baby. I just like, can't believe that if you've ever had oh the dreamsicle version of a root beer float where it's like the 
creamy ice cream part on the middle and root beer flavor popsicle on the outside Oh, I am flabbergasted oh, if mama. you don't. I thought like root beer floats were the least controversial dessert in the world. Like, who doesn't like it when it gets creamy with the ice cream a little bit melting into the drink? And I, it's I not will like say, it was like that is not universally oh, true for just pouring soda over ice cream. Do you remember yeah. when once with Kat, I think, or one of our friends at their birthday party, somebody also was making like ginger ale floats, and I was like, no, it's not nearly as good. You know, I would give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to not try it for certainly. I think it could be good with plenty of things. But also it's like they the way they were talking to me was as if in a clear Nalgene, I had packed a quart of root beer. Like that's how appalled they were. I anyway that you know, is Keaton circa 20 what oh wait Keaton definitely <laughs> would have been the kid and when oh, I say yeah. would have been I Going mean to has Smith's, been like at the soda fountain filling up an actual water <laughs> a hydrating water bottle full of a soda fountain root beer I love that just like oh yeah. I want some so bad yeah well Anyway, I won't stand for being spoken to like that, and it was unfair treatment, but, you know, some people, I, we just have to know that some people don't know the vibes, um, but you know who does know the vibes? Us, and we're about to get into vibes right after I give my chicken update. Let's just make it brief, you guys. The chickens, it was love at first sight. As soon as I laid my eyes on their little beady eyes i knew i'm your mama i'm your new mama um i was immediately extremely excited and it's such a cool opportunity because i'm so sorry uh my little cat is trying to interfere with this um the animal mom is showing but anywho they they just hooked us up like we met the nicest people they needed to rehome their chickens because they couldn't care for them anymore and it was just such a sweet experience because not only were they so generous with us in giving us all of the supplies like really taking their time with us they were so excited that we were going to be the new parents and um they came to our place because they're moving. So they had a huge box truck and they moved the chicken coop for us. They have a beautiful coop that's now in our backyard. Um, but it was just so cool because they're so, so generous and giving. They wouldn't let us give them a dollar, which we were like, okay, our guilt is feeling bad right now. But it's they were just so happy when they saw the space they're going to be. They're like, we just could not have asked for a better home. And... They said, do you think it would be okay if we ever saw, got to see them again? Because I had offered. I'm like, yes, of course. Like, we will cook you a meal on the trigger. That got the husband excited, as you can imagine. Um, and yeah, so they're all, the girls are home. They all look so good. Everyone is happy. And I just can't wait for this journey. But enough chicken talk. That's so awesome, Quinn. You're not going to cook them up when they're chickens for dinner, right? Or 
Riley. <laughs> That's so insensitive. Okay. Yeah. Well, when my uncle found out we were getting chickens, he sent us a picture of fried chickens, and that's all. Oh, I'm just joshing, but obviously, I love a good eaten chicken. But these ladies are gonna be beautiful layers. They have multicolored eggs. Yes, they're, they're all so layers. Cute. Yes, they're really beautiful girls, and they're really smart and intelligent too. They're very aware of aerial predators. So. Oh, that is important where you live. Owls and hawks literally (laughs) all around our property. That's lucky you don't have to train them for that because the aerial predators are out and about. Yeah, of course, it is a risk. Um, I'm mainly worried about my white one. The other ones have better camouflage. She is bright white, really sticks out. Um, But... More well, updates to come, you guys. I'm so excited, but we have to move um, on or else I will talk about them the whole episode. Yeah, I'm excited. All I wanted to say is I hope that you put a little disco ball or something in their coop, like those videos I've seen about giving your chickens enrichment. Have you oh, seen that? Oh, yes. Yes, I totally forgot about the disco ball. I mean, I'm all about the vibes. As much as we can trick out that chicken coop, you can imagine Sean is already on his way to the hardware store to over-engineer the hell out of this coop. Um, But yeah, disco ball, very good idea. Already gave them grapes and some pumpkin, and they're so stoked about that. But um, yeah, there will be many chicken updates to come. Awesome. Well, I don't have much of an update. I've just been on my productivity schedule and so far going pretty good. I will say I've been making some progress and that being said, I did a little bit more of a planned out episode today. So I'm excited to get into it. This is going to be like a basically Quinn and Riley recommendations list because we have some media that has been building up in our minds as one is wont to do in the age of the internet where we've seen a lot of movies, shows between ourselves, podcasts, listen to music in the bank, books that have been read and it's kind of fun to catch up on those things from people. So we thought we'd talk about those for different vibes that you might be trying to set for yourself for when you're looking for that particular thing, you know, you hop on Google and are like movies to watch. If you're feeling like a little spooky night, (laughs) we're going to make a mini condensed twin list of those for you today. So Riley, do not say condensed. Do not do, do not use condensed. that word in a sentence when you're talking about us. <laughs> condensed. Oh, no, I just fear it will not be condensed. No, 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 but Quinn. We're gonna it's try to keep the recommendations. But it, it might to not it. be brief. And I yes. didn't say okay. concise either. Okay, that's maybe <laughs> yeah, I was confused. It was kind of a pam pan situation. Yeah. Yes, but thank you for this fun idea, Rai. I'm so excited to talk about these things because 
I am a media consumer. I love consuming entertainment in all different forms. So let's jump right in. Let's do it. Um, especially because I right now am trying to cut cut back on some of the media that I wanted to get some of these things out of my head before I take a step back. So my first vibe that we're talking about today is something when you just need a good hauler laughing out loud moment. And I figure it's polite to let you begin, Quinn, with something that comes to mind for you. So, of course, a few of these categories, you know, there's overlap in what we could we could speak about. But I wanted to name a podcast for this one because um, <laughs> you may have heard of it, but Smartless, I love that podcast. It's with um, Will Arnett. Why am I forgetting? Sean Sh- Hayes. Sean Hayes and um um, jason bateman thank you (laughs) but they are just really funny (laughs) i love that you just (laughs) forgot their names every single one of their names as relevant some podcasters (laughs) as we are as if it's just like these guys (laughs) but i I will say i didn't know Yeah, yeah, it's like I just learned about them. Um, I didn't know that was, I knew who Will Arnett was, but I didn't know that was his name until I started listening to Smartless. But he is in um, Blades of Glory. And right, I knew yes, that's what like, you were going yeah, to. Okay, reference. who doesn't know him from that? It's so <laughs> funny. But, you know, we don't want to. Hopefully they never hear this because we don't want to compliment them too much. They already think highly enough of themselves and who knows if this could come into their radar, but they, they just are funny guys clearly. And above all, I would recommend their episode with Will Ferrell. Obviously Will Ferrell is a hoot and um, yep. So that's my recommendation. Yeah, I agree that that podcast is good for a good laugh um i also would say that's a crowd pleaser because we turned my dad onto that podcast and he listens as well so this movie is an old cult classic that i had never seen before but Brayden and i just watched the 1985 clue have you seen it quinn no it's so funny it's just a goofy movie take on like a whodunit it's based off of the board game clue obviously and i do believe there's a more recent remake of it that i haven't seen but we hadn't seen that and we just decided to watch it the other night because we wanted to watch something octobery like mystery themed but not actually be scared and that was really funny i enjoyed it a lot so i'm recommending that but I am, above all else, recommending Down for Love. This show... Oh, so good. It's the most heartwarming show. It's on Netflix. It's um a like reality dating show, but with people with Down syndrome. 
I don't know. Also, I would recommend Love on the Spectrum. They are a similar concept where neurodivergent people are dating. Specifically, most of the people on that show have autism. And both of them are so good. But I more recently watched Down for Love. And this cast of characters is the best. I want more episodes so badly. There's only five, so it's a pretty limited series. But I enjoyed every moment of watching that show. And obviously, it's not only very funny. It is so heartwarming like it's just cool to be like able to consume that kind of media where you're they're portraying such different relationships than what we standardly see in the media and they're just like so vulnerable with each other and honest and i'm like what a breath of fresh air like there's no better dating show in my opinion than down for love and love on the spectrum yeah absolutely because it's not like when i say a reality dating show it's not one that has like a catch or something about it that's like possibly people aren't on it for the right reasons or are being dishonest to one another or there for drama and that sort of thing that's just not the vibe at all these people are so earnest to make a connection with someone and go on their dates and they talk about like if they think they're actually compatible with their partner or not and what they're looking for um and they also i don't know how much you see off camera about how much they get to talk to a relationship therapist and work with an expert but that is available to them which is also so great to see like young adults using that resource while they navigate relationships and some adults that are like middle-aged but I think that most of the contestants were around in their 20s but I I love it definitely should watch love okay should we go on to the next category yes okay so I said that the other day we were not wanting to get spooked but tis the season that if I did want to get spooked, I would. I am not a um, horror gal at all, and I'm not really a spooky gal usually because I get scared. I used to watch in middle and high school with my mom and Quinn late into the night, Pretty Little Liars, and I would get so spooked, like the windows and Scariest show there is so scary i also will get spooked reading harry potter and watching those movies i don't know if i would say now that it would really have the same effect but definitely Um, i can get spooked watching harry potter is terrifying i definitely i that is such a good halloween thing for me that's about as far as i want to take it yeah, because like, if you haven't I had Voldemort have, oh, nightmares... Oh, when it's the nighttime and there's werewolves? Yeah. T- that is that is the scariest... You know, of course, J.K. Rowling is the spookiest aspect of them all. But, yeah. Luckily, overall, nothing about watching Harry Potter makes me think of her. So, 
I love that. Yeah. But Luckily. I did I did put down some spooky things that I, I have seen. And again, it just your level of tolerance for this thing is <laughs> so different for everyone. But Parasite to me was a movie that was so good. I thought it was amazingly done and also had me on the edge of my seat i was so spooked it made my skin crawl but it's like tension it's not gory until it is and it's not like really horrific most of the time it just is so very very unsettling and i can enjoy a movie that is like that so it's not spooky like ah scare you kind of thing but it is certainly spooky and i did it is for it a is little while have spooked. sketchy yes you get you might get a little sketchy vibes at the end if you're prone to this like i am to be spooked if you're home alone particularly in the dark i am a twin and i am not used to having to be alone in the dark and if We're you're just animals. seeing this movie you might be like mm, i don't like this <laughs> it's like i, I just uh <laughs> I just saw a meme of that Will Ferrell moment in Anchorman when it's like, you shut up, I'm so scared right now. And it's like your dog barks across at something when you take them to walk out at night. And uh, That is me for sure. Yeah, well, nothing is spooky like when cats are looking at something that doesn't exist because I swear like cats are, this is the season for cats. They are the scariest animals ever. Like I will feel so haunted when all of a sudden my cats open their eyes wide and just freeze on the space, like directly behind you, but there's nothing behind you. That's jail time and it should be illegal. And also just a random spooky thought why are windows at night the scariest thing the actual scariest thing i do not like like to have like my house lit up if it's dark outside oh no no i use a candle to light the way if i need something (laughs) and it's after 7 p.m brings out the oil lamp yeah i don't play around with that like I don't know what the feeling, the feeling of being watched is terrifying. Um, Pinkerton really wants to add into this episode. So thank you all for letting her be a part of it. Okay. I have a recommendation. I know people might be like, uh, this is like, we already know, but not everyone does know because I didn't know about it until I read it. Okay. So Verity by Colleen Hoover. I do think that that is such a good spooky read. Like that did that did I exactly what I needed for scary vibes. Unequivocally, without a doubt, I knew that Colleen Hoover was going to creep her way into this discussion earlier than any other author. And indeed, that's so funny. And it's it's <laughs> the first yes. time, and it's not going to be the last. Yes, and I will say Verity was my first Colleen Hoover read, and I think Mine that, too. that is the only way to do it. The only way to do it, but also, is kind of 
weird for your expectations for what type of author that she's going to be because her books are not really goes downhill from there (laughs) well her books are just not that kind of like edgier seat vibe other than verity but verity definitely was one that i was like reading on my kindle at night and would be like oh there were some tense moments but it's not overall like gonna make tried to be but it didn't it didn't hit the same for either of us. No, I can't say that that was my favorite. Um, but I did have also a book on my list, and I said The Guest List by Lucy Foley. I think I already mentioned Lucy Foley on nice. this podcast. But yes. this one is definitely more edge of your seat. Well, I thought The Paris Apartment was too, but it's more sp- spooky and it's like a riff on an agatha christie mystery which i also have read and then there were none which is probably i would think her most popular book and you're probably familiar with the storyline even if you haven't read it um but Brayden and I listened to that as an audiobook on like an October fall road trip we were doing and it was misty and foggy out and it definitely had the right vibes. But I um, will just point out that I think Agatha Christie's books have a lot of racism in them and listening to it again more recently, a different book, but I was like, huh, yeah. There's just needless racism in those books. So just know that going into it, <laughs> that you could expect a sprinkling of that in there. But beyond that, really well set up mystery for sure. That is mad unforge. Just un- uncalled for, unnecessary. That type of thing pisses me off so much because it's like what otherwise could be something I feel so good about recommending it's then like uh like we can obviously understand that those are compelling like well-written books but it just sucks that that's how things have been but um you know what will really get you spooked following politics <laughs> that's not an actual recommendation but that is how it's I've been feeling. It's more gut-wrenching than anything. So <laughs> that is spooky, especially now that we don't have a Speaker of the House. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I- it came out as horse again! <laughs> I need That's to work so on good. that. Next when- Halloween, I promise to be better. <laughs> Um, one more in this category that is also popular that people have probably seen, but Us, directed by Jordan Peele, is... Yeah, I have, have you seen not it, seen that. No. Oh my gosh. That is straight up scary. Me and Brayden watched that together. Brayden also does get spooked by movies, and we were like, oh my gosh, it is scary. But it's like a really cool conceptual thing, too, because I think he's really good at doing that in his movies. Um, But yeah, that one is one that I personally would not watch alone. But some people are braver and can live in the fiction. So, yeah, 
Sean, I was thinking about it the other night because Sean and I were having a movie night. But um, if you know Sean, you know, as soon as the sun sets and he sits down, it's game over very quickly. Like he will be, he will be asleep. So I've already put myself in a terrible position like that before where we've tried to watch something kind of spooky together no help from him though he falls asleep so the other night we were looking and i paused and looked at us and then it was like i'm not even gonna go there i know sean's gonna be asleep less than 15 minutes in but we'll have to watch does it help if you start earlier in the evening or is he just out if a movie's going on because i feel like he always sleeps through movies if we i i'm not even joking like 5 p.m. at the latest to start i feel like like ideally he's more of an we really it's like mid-afternoon is the best timing for us he just he falls asleep at the drop of a hat i don't know what it is i wish i had that skill but yeah i don't think i've ever seen him make it through a full feature but i know that we could watch it together, I realized, when we see each other, but it would definitely not be oh, mom yeah. and grandma's vibe. No, I don't, I don't no, no, no. We um, don't need to send either of them into a heart attack or something. No, no, no. Um, but that moves us right along to a category where we truly are experts. The list could go on and on. I will keep it brief, though know that if you need more recommendations in this category, we are a wealth of resources on this topic. And this is one for the girlies. This is just good old girls night, the girls and the gays. What are we putting on that's going to make the people happy that we're all going to enjoy? This, I would like to start with an album that really deserves a special place in history and that is the newest miley cyrus album endless summer vacation please can we have a moment yes <sighs> there's not a moment long enough to honor that album now it it is exactly like being on summer vacation forever as we are heading into these colder days you need not worry because miley is there for you and you can always turn that rainy sky into a sunshine with this record. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, I could not agree more. That Riley and I were so lucky to happen to see each other last spring. I think about like, I don't know, a couple weeks after it released or something. And genuinely it was playing on repeat for hours and hours and hours and we never once got tired of it and still haven't to this day so very good recommendation rye um another a little recommendation from me is i like a good little youtube video putting on a youtube video Ooh. and there are numerous creators like you know that. that i would recommend but i do have to say i have been a pretty 
OG Whitney Simmons girl since she was very small on YouTube and Instagram. I don't know how I even initially found her. I guess just because I started getting into lifting when I was in like late high school. But I do think she's just a fun vibe. I like that she's open and vulnerable and you can tell she is a girl's girl and she just loves her little doggies and is so fun with her husband and um if i'm ever just wanting to like do my makeup and i want a little bit of company i will just throw a little youtube video on my computer and that just makes me feel right at home with the girls yes i love that because as all girlies know not all shows are for all occasions or youtube videos sometimes you're sitting to watch sometimes you're sitting with it with ambiance doing makeup and whatnot and i absolutely love that i also will say sometimes you're just trying to listen to something and not watch because i can get distracted if i have multiple things going on at once and a podcast that is similar is what we said through Dear Media. JC Marie is also an influencer that Quinn followed a long time ago. I don't know if you were in high school or college. And so Quinn showed me this podcast when we were in early college. And it's just fun. It's two girls that are best friends chatting, catching up. They read listener stories and they just, yeah. Well, chat and it's really sweet and I love listening to those too. They also have a really cute Instagram if you like to follow fun vibes on there and they are definitely for the girlies. I think that there are, I'm sure, men that listen and enjoy as well, but it, we are their target audience and it's we fit right in with it. For sure. Um, yeah, definitely. It is my all time favorite pod. I am not afraid to say that I'm a Valley girl and you should definitely listen. Um, <laughs> good Vapid recommendation. Valley girl. Vapid Thank Valley you. girl, a VVG as they like to say. Um, I am going to make a recommendation that again, could fit multiple categories. Um, but the book wait one second so i don't say it wrong things we never got over by lucy score you may have seen this cover it's like blue with daisies on it i'm not going to lie at first this was not i didn't get into it immediately and which surprised me based on the recommendations i had heard but I swear, just give it some time because for the girlies, again, this is a little overlap, but sometimes what the girlies need is a little reading that gets a little exciting for some uh, sexy time feeling vibes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I won't get... I won't get too into that because we do have a little sexy category, but I just think it's really fun. It's a cute book. It's actually there. The main character is a twin. They do not share the relationship that we share. I most definitely that's not the dynamic. Um, 
but I think it's a really cute book and it's a worthwhile, it is thick, honestly. Um, but I think it's a good one for the girlies because it's kind of a cute vibe. Again, you know, as I'm analyzing this, the, one of the main characters that is a man sometimes pisses me off but maybe that's why it's even more so for the girlies because even more so we can be rolling our eyes being like this idiot of a man you know so i think if anything more relatable for the girlies because they just piss us right off nice well i haven't read that one yet but i've seen you reading it maybe i'll have to give it a shot um for my i had one more for this category to share that i have to say sometimes you just need to watch a classic rom-com and we see a lot of the same ones recommended on lists and one that i just feel like does not get brought up enough and maybe this is just me maybe people are watching it out here and i'm just not in on it but quinn and my mom and i have always loved this one 27 dresses is such a good movie i love that you i love it for a girl's night moment so fun Uh, you get to see someone try on all sorts of dresses have the storyline of her always a bridesmaid never the bride but then it's kind of a play on that and her sister's getting married it just has a little bit of everything from the genre that you can enjoy plus is really cute and has benny and the jets wet singing on the bar doing karaoke not karaoke but you know it's just it's got a little something yes. for everybody in there and i love, I love that, that movie. scene um that's a very good wreck also this is probably a commonly known one but i have to say a little reality tv a little love is blind moment i we would need a whole separate podcast episode to recap this season of love is blind i started the season thinking it was the best season yet and now where i am which i haven't finished the weddings so don't say wait no i think i did because i know wait have you yes yes okay spoiler spoiler if you haven't watched it because they both do no one stacy and what's his nuts izzy um don't get married yeah but lydia and milton do which what were your predictions ahead of time maybe i didn't see the end because i didn't know that lydia and milton got married i'm sorry (laughs) that's okay (laughs) i'm sorry to say this because this is not kind of all but i'm pretty not emotionally invested in this season i've just seen casts that i was way more interested in and the these two had a lot i feel like riding on them as the only couples getting married right isn't that there's only yeah but yeah do you, so it just didn't have you heard that my... that's not actually true like that yeah, there were couples that. that weren't followed or that were followed but weren't aired and that makes me wonder what happened because if they chose to make it more of a boring season by only having two couples i'm sure it was for a reason but 
I don't yeah. know. It's so odd. Yeah, they. It was a swing and a miss this season. There were good aspects about it, but then I don't know. But I still. There are some people that are like, oh, it just didn't capture me. I don't know. Maybe I'm easy to please. I still am entertained. Like that. Yeah. It still does it for me. It's, I'm still going to watch. I'm entertained. I'm there just saying that- it's not. Sorry, thanks for your pause. It's not as um, gripping to me as some of the other casts of characters, and that's okay. Not every season is going to be. But you know what shows I do get so invested in is like a real estate reality drama, like Selling Sunset. Yes. I, per your recommendation, I watched Selling the OC, which I realized, I don't know why I thought, I thought I just watched a couple episodes. No, when you said that, I had watched the whole first season. Um, But I watched the second season and boy, oh boy, if that was my workplace, I would be outie so quick. Like, I I actually could not stand it. Yeah, I have enough on my plate without that sort of anxiety. But like, maybe I'd feel fine. differently if you were also cutting a reality TV paycheck. Yeah, I would. I definitely would. Um, no doubt. We know we're not above that. Um, right, should we get into the next category? Yes. So going straight into something that all girlies have experienced, but all of us have experienced, is really needing a moment to get into your feels, to open up the floodgates, perhaps watch something a little moody, and not necessarily watch, just something that's going to get you really deep into your feelings. And if I could, I'd love to start this one off because I just read this book and was very moved by it. It's called Before the Coffee Gets Cold by, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Toshikazu Kamaguchi, Kawaguchi, um, who is a Japanese author, and it's translated into English, of course, as I can't read Japanese. I was recently talking to our friend Kat. (laughs) I did master a new language before reading this book anyway. (laughs) Oh, no. But I was talking to Kat just about the fact that other authors that I've read that are translated from Japanese have a similar quality to their work. So I don't know if it's just the way like Japanese gets translated into English or it's like a common trait of Japanese writing. But it is very beautiful to read any novels that I've read that have been in translation from Japan. And they're just this book, Before the Coffee Gets Cold, is about like time traveling. And I think that that sometimes can be a bit of a played out theme to read about. Like it's not always for me, at least. I don't necessarily go for like sci-fi books or that as much but this one is just so sweet and it's so earnest and the stories that it tells like about the four stories are kind of covered about these different people and their experiences and it was just so nice i found out it's a series so i'll definitely go on to read more but i loved that it got me in my feels for sure very cool right i'll have to 
check it out. Did you say you read it on your Kindle? Or you listened? Yeah, well, I I used Libby. I will shout that out because I'm always trying to get people to download Libby. It's just an app that connects to your library card. And so then you can rent books and read them on your Kindle if you have it, or your phone or iPad as an ebook, or you can listen to an audiobook. So I had first rented the ebook and started it there, but I was reading something else. So I started reading it and then I rented it and listened to it as an audiobook. But I'd love to actually buy the book now because I would read it again for sure. Very cool, Rye. Um, all right, I will jump into mine. So I have a few for this one. Okay, but I'll start with one. <sighs> Such a good classic movie, Sleepless in Seattle. I just think that movie is so sweet and it definitely gets me in my feels. And we watched You've Got Mail a lot, like quite a bit growing up. It was one of the movies we had. But we didn't, I don't feel like we really watched Sleepless in Seattle much. And I watched it last year and thought it was such a good one. Have you seen it, Ray? Yes, it's so cute. But that's one, yeah, I think I've only seen like two times. And our family definitely was a family that has rewatched movies a lot because you only owned a limited number of DVDs or whatever. So if we owned a movie, usually we'd seen it quite a few times. Um, yeah. But yeah, that one but that, is it very makes, sweet. It makes my little heart swell. And you know me watching movies. I just get so giddy with love and everything. And uh, it just made my little heart swell. And I love also seeing movies from around that time period where just the fashion and everything how simple it was and how i don't know i loved i'm sure they were on a movie set and i'm sure they were wearing plenty of makeup but i love seeing the actors just what feels like they're they have just more like some of it is more classic and timeless and some of it is more kind of chuggy 90s i'm sure some people would think but um why am I forgetting her name? Sa uh, uh, what is the name of the lead actress? Hold on one second. Yes. I just think she's so be beautiful and just such a... You can tell she's a girl's girl. Yeah. It's definitely the Nora Ephron effect where there it's very like pedestrian outfits and kind of clean girl aesthetic but just like classic early 2000s Meryl Streep gives me similar vibes of just a yes. yeah classic look that we always love it reminds me of how mom likes to dress as well yeah so it's very nostalgic I love that okay what's your um, next this movie is a very different vibe than sleepless in Seattle this is like it is very sad <laughs> uh, okay banshees <laughs> banshees of inishirin did you watch it quinn from, oh yeah like last year i think no i takes... watched part of it but it was one of those ones where we started it and sean fell asleep and i was like i want to both have us both see it so i stopped it yeah it takes place in ireland in a fictional town and i just loved it i loved the vibes 
we our family is Irish and we've been to Ireland a long time ago. So it's kind of nostalgic in that way that I just I love that landscape. It's so beautiful and green with the stone. And it's a really like good story, but it it is sad. And <laughs> I think that you might get emotional because there is an animal death in the movie as well which is always hard <sighs> specifically exactly what i never I, want should i spoil it for you do you think you'll realistically no. okay no you should Any... not spoil it for me okay so i'm not going to but it's just sad but it was very well acted and <laughs> well written and i do recommend it for getting in your feels this is not a movie to watch when you want to have a light-hearted evening same with this one that I'm about to see, about to say, um, the, it has a very special place in my heart because I walked down the aisle to a song from this movie, Riley, oh. A Star is Born. Uh, I haven't seen all of the different iterations of it i've only seen the lady gaga and bradley cooper but oh my gosh that movie like it's so well done and so getting to see lady gaga's talent displayed in that way is just effing crazy to me um but they work i just think they worked together as a team so seamlessly and um also i think bradley cooper is just an awesome guy as far as i know and the fact that he put so much work into directing that but you either the movie or the soundtrack like both are so get in your feels and specifically on the a star is born soundtrack the song um i'll never love again i Gosh. cry i cry it's, during that song yeah. like, oh my god it gosh. is so very moving especially when you are in love with someone and it makes you extra sad yeah i yeah so i'll stop talking about it but oh my goodness such a good one one of the type of movies where it's so tragic that it's knowing what's coming is almost hard to watch but beautiful yes. huh i would describe it as hard to watch um but just to quickly transition us out of this category we would be remiss wait. if we wait can i say one more thing yes absolutely do you not have one more or you do oh well i have one more that was i was just gonna say I think okay, Lana Del Rey, Lana Del Rey does require an honorable <laughs> mention. Is that what you were going to say? No, but I, you hit the nail on the head. I literally love her so much. Uh, <laughs> she is for uh, good for many vibes, but being inside of your feelings is certainly one of them. For sure. And I have another musical recommendation. I 
am going to say Noah Cyrus. I think she is also, you know, very moody. And some of her songs really take me down um, into tears. And Noah Stand Still is one of them. So if you want to cry in the shower, not saying I've ever done this before, (laughs) but I have multiple times. um, Yeah play that song and let yourself fake cry while you sing it just a pro tip i love that um i am moving on to another category that we definitely could have a lot of recommendations for but we should keep it a little a little more condensed just to get straight to the important things to the good stuff this is setting the vibes for your friends that perhaps would be interested in participating in a smoke circle. Now, anybody that knows anything knows what I'm talking about. You need to have some stoner media at hand for those occasions that call for such entertainment. There are many classics in this category and I have to say that there hasn't been a lot of movement in this genre recently. I'm wanting to see more creative energy put to stoner buddy movies. Why aren't those still in production? I can't possibly understand what the deal is with that. Like, I have heard multiple actors, like comedic actors, talk about that. And they're like, yeah, you just can't, like, you're not going to get in the in theaters with that and people just don't want to put funding in i'm like what why the best genre of movies is comedy why yeah i don't understand that that. it doesn't make any sense okay i'll start it off because I'm too terrified that you would take my recommendation, Quinn, which is don't, one don't. of our all-time don't. favorites. <laughs> don't do it. Say it with me. Say it with me. Pineapple, Pineapple Express. Express. Yes. <laughs> top of my list as well. Continue. Literally top 10 movies ever made. And that can be a quick narrow down that. to top five. Sorry. Yeah. I was trying to be generous and it's unfair to act like it's not one of the best movies of all time. If you haven't seen it, please get so high right now and make that your priority with a big bowl of popcorn and a whole slew of munchies. You can't beat it. Weed, snacks, fruit roll-ups, all the essentials you (laughs) you just it's a classic it's an absolute classic and i'm actually concerned about who our target audience with this right now is because i don't know of a self-respecting adult of legal smoking age that also wouldn't have already seen this if you haven't get with the program i don't want to be harsh but like come on we have we have to sit down and watch this i'm always available for that activity and And, it's been a little too long for me at this point i was gonna say like to me it's just it's not even a omg like you would have never thought of this on your own 
But this is your friendly reminder because no one deserves to not watch that movie at least once a year. So it's time, you know, the clock is ticking on the year. Let's make sure it happens. Yeah, it's it's a good one for me, for sure. Another recommendation, if you need a little more bite-sized, you're just hanging out for a little bit, you don't want to spend your whole time watching a movie, you want to be able to chat with your friends as well, you just need an episode, you should definitely pop on Disenchantment. What, yes, what a show. Yes, Such Am a I, good thank show. Thank you. Thank you, Quinn. Very so good funny. recommendation. Quinn and I love to watch this when we're together. You can pick it up even if you've left it for a long time and it is always so funny. 100%. Like, Elfo, also best character in the show. So funny. Absolutely. Um, And I love that there's a little demon character, Lucy, that reminds me of Quinn's little demon cat, Lucifer. Yep. Um, Riley and I have literally been so desperate for jokes and to laugh before that we have Googled, uh, best Elfo moments on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) And it holds up. Yeah, it did Uh, not disappoint. That's so funny. Um, again, there could be a lot for this category, but I just wanted to end mine with a classic. Everyone knows of the icon and legend bob marley but sometimes we we get caught up in all the new things that are coming out these days there's a lot of new music it's hard to keep up with we don't return to the classics like the exodus album that is just always going to be a vibe to listen to such an iconic yes such an iconic album it obviously does have a lot of religion in it but for me personally that that does not bother me despite perhaps not following this religion but i just yeah it's funny if you sit down and actually focus on it and listen to it you'll definitely notice that but in terms of overall vibes really really excellent and i can appreciate any bob marley for a good listen but that's just a special shout out <laughs> Yeah, that's another really good, really good recommendation. Um, He's an all-time fave of mine and just a good one to have a little groove to as well. Just like, you know, you can definitely just kind of bob the head, close the eyes and get into it with that. Um, Also, like, this is, again, maybe not the most original thought, but... A little planet earth moment that that goes a long way anything planet earth baby animal related um especially the one why am i forgetting the name of it that's narrated by barack obama very oh, i good. haven't seen that one yet but i've heard it's really good let me see if i can look it up so i don't leave the people hanging yeah i love a little nature show such a good vibe so inspiring and also many of them are educational and try to give you information about climate change and habitat loss and these other 
risks. So you get to get to have some knowledge coming your way as well. Feel empowered with information. Yes. Um, it's called Our Great National Parks. Very good. All right, Rye. Next one about a little something for the brain. Getting learnt. Because I yeah. want to make sure you don't you can't skip that one. Okay. See, I was only skipping forward because I was I was trying to narrow down, but if that Riley, if you I like have one that, I absolutely have to say. Okay. Well, you have to say that, like Quinn said, this is our educational category, and I feel like there's a lot in there, but I didn't have great recommendations, so I'm excited to hear what yours are. Okay. I mean, there's so many out there that there really are. My friend is reading um, a nonfiction book about climate change right now that she's loving. I'll have to report back on it because I want to borrow it after her. So I think that will be good because I just love being empowered with knowledge. Um, Okay. The first thing I will say is I haven't listened to this yet, but I want to is Matt Bernstein's new podcast. Um, If you guys don't know about Matt, he is really, I don't think this is his position, but he honestly does the Lord's work by educating us all about (laughs) I don't know what his formal title is. Plus (laughs) issues. Um, Honestly, he's just an educator of all, like, big issues in the political climate sometimes it feels like like he touches on a lot um but he has a new podcast called a bit fruity and i again haven't listened but i think it's going to be really good because he is someone who's so passionate about doing the work to truly educate himself before sharing and always is citing sources. So also, if you don't follow him on Instagram, his Instagram is Matt XIV. I don't know what that actually, I know that's Roman numeral, okay, but I don't know what it is. Is Isn't it that 104? Oh, oh, X, oh, oh. maybe. Uh, don't, we're you not Roman. say <laughs> that I'm stupid. <laughs> um, anyway. That I just think is going to be, I think it's important to educate yourself with creators that are part of the LGBTQIA community and also different creators that are people of color, like Brandon Kyle Goodman is another one that I think is really smart, really funny, and they also have um, a podcast as well, and you can check out their Instagram. Um, yeah, I have listened to their podcast. I haven't listened to Matt's yet, but I am excited. And I did have also on my list on the similar vein is getting curious with Jonathan Van Ness. Yes. They have so many episodes. They've been doing their podcast a long time. So there's a big backlog on a wealth of topics they are just passionate about learning and so they've had experts from all different walks of life lots of professors and academics and just professionals and fields from 
the most unexpected things like from I think that they had a recent episode on like what is gossiping and how did that come around with like anthropologists to topics on hair and they are having a new beauty part of their podcast and history if you the roman empire has been on your mind i guarantee they've been talk of rome i'm sure i'm sure on jvn's podcast and they are also just really have an amazing mind and such a strong memory for things and contribute a lot to the conversations but bring on experts which is really awesome and there are definitely lots of podcasts about like or episodes about uh queer issues on there and those different educational topics which i always enjoy getting some more information around trans rights and these sorts of themes right now it's especially important Definitely. And then to the whole reason I really wanted to stick to this category, Cosmic Time Machine. No, it's called Unknown Cosmic Time Machine. So it's part of a Netflix series. They have a science series. And this one is about the James Webb Space Telescope. And that was a really good watch because let me just tell you a little bit about it. So this telescope has been in the works i think over i can't remember if it was over 30 or 40 years like there are scientists that have been working on it their entire career and it took so much to actually get approval on this project because what this telescope is is a telescope that was they wanted to launch i believe a million miles from earth into space um and why it matters a million in terms of space is like not a big number but already we're getting into the realm of i cannot begin to imagine that distance that you're talking about i know it's crazy and again you just obviously watch it to educate get educated i am not the person to actually be relaying the knowledge well but the concept is so cool because having it that distance from earth and the point is it's taking photographs of what's around it and it's so trippy because the photographs that they get from that telescope is from thousands of years ago but like currently today they get because it's about how the way it works is think about light travel so those that telescope picks up light and that's how it takes the photos and it's of galaxies from thousands of years ago like yeah that's so trippy and hard to comprehend crazy to conceptualize like this they and the way they really wanted to make this happen even though there was so much pushback and so many issues with funding and everything is because it is a way to actually look back in time at our history to find out more about how the world was made how the big bang theory like more about that and 
it was such a cool watch just to be like wow how amazing and expansive is this universe and if you're ever feeling like your problems are maybe taking up a little too much brain space watching something like that is another good way like we kind of spoke about in our first episode but to remind yourself oh yeah i'm just a little i'm just a little guy walking around no it ain't no thing like there are millions of galaxies with tons of planets like just existing that we have no idea about yeah there's a lot of emphasis on like feeling special and feeling like your life is important and unique and that has its place for sure but there's also a time to just realize that we are a literal (laughs) speck of nothingness in this expanse around us and it's not that serious um i definitely want to watch that yeah, so it's just so beautiful to see images like that of space, obviously. But I could talk about it for a long time because there's so many, so much that went into it. But I definitely recommend the watch. And Rai, take us to our next category. You know where I was going to move us now, Quinn, is you know what is extremely important is <laughs> to feel like you can be educated and you can be sexy. So I think that our next category is what what you alluded to earlier. We are saying these these are some recommendations for maybe setting the vibe when you want to turn the lights down low, <laughs> turn the candles on, <laughs> but not in Quinn's way of because you're tiptoeing and sneaking around the house to not get seen through your windows. You want to get really comfortable, feel like you're in a safe space, and crack something open that's just going to put you in the right mood. And this, again, is going to be a category that is different for all people from all walks of life. This is just what I would recommend. Um, You might want to start by putting on some music, something that is moody that you like for the vibes. And for that, I did have to give a shout out to Janae Iko. Quinn, please tell me I'm saying that correctly. It sounds good to me. Okay, perfect. Um, then that's good enough for me. But she does like smooth R&B style music. Anything in that category, really. There are lots of different artists that I would recommend. Like SZA is a more popular one. Queen Ninja. I just like anything for that sort of little more of a mellow, laid back mood. Definitely. I was going to say the same thing. Like that vibe and there are so many i mean i have my own personal playlists on spotify but there are so many good playlists on spotify that capture the whole girly i love just that girly vibe um like you said sizza kalani kiana lede those vibes like you can search a few of their names and then come up with a really good really good playlist and that gets me i like that i like that music that's a good that is a good sexy vibe and also good chill vibe but you know there's a time and a place um let's go into my first recommendation which would be 
Yes. Colleen Hoover, okay. I do think that Coho has a place in this discussion because I I know that there is so there are so many more romance novels that are so great and maybe honestly a little bit more enticing reads but some coho is like meeting the mark for the little romance and sexy moment that i need like i'm trying to remember right because i read so many of them in such a short period of time which ones are more like have a little more of the open door romance than others but i think it's reminders of him is yes i i wrote reminders of him really as well love had a a kind of sad undercurrent of a story that gets resolved so a i love that that always puts you in a better mood but it did have more romance for sure and what was the one that is with the pilot i felt like that had some romance as well Uh, was it ugly love uh, I can't remember. Is I don't have a pilot, good. Or are you talking about encyclopedic pilot, knowledge pilot. of Coho? You're not talking about Confess. No, because I haven't read that it's yet. It's not with the pilot. But either way, you can pick your fighter from her books, and a lot of them have sexy scenes but some of them are just a little more restrained and sometimes you get the like there's a kiss and then dot 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 moves forward in time and you're like uh okay yeah i will say not everyone is into open door romance i am not part of that group of people i love the <laughs> open door romance <laughs> yeah Lay i think that to me except when i'm reading in public and then i'm like gosh dang it why did i get to this part now (laughs) yeah but i definitely think the we would have a healthier sexual population of young adults if people got their heads out of the video pornography and their noses into some smut because i think that that is a much usually i don't this is no not supposed to have shame attached to it but i think that it can have a very toxic quality to be watching videos online and free porn all the time so i definitely think that there should i love that there's a more open market right now of women saying yes we will we are reading spot and we would like to continue but i also I want to know if they're doing more of this for a male audience as well, because we really need to help these boys that have grown up with the internet at their fingertips since they were eight years old, you know? So if anybody has recommendations in that camp, we would gladly share them. I just have read more of like the coho arena. Yeah. Which I'm not saying Sean would necessarily be super into it but it sucks because i know like even though he is a guy that is proud of his you know feminine sides and definitely can get vulnerable and everything it sucks because i 
do think he would feel like a little weird about walking around with a coho in his hands, you know, which to me, I'm like, why should it actually matter at all? I honestly would think it was so cute if I saw a guy that like looks like Sean reading a Colleen Hoover book, but I feel like he probably would not want to be taking that on the airplane with him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well... I will say that I don't know if it's as much for Brayden's gaze as mine. Like, if he were to read it, I just think that he might be like, um, okay. But maybe, yeah. he, I, I don't know, you can't knock it till you try it. I just think that there might be something coming from a different perspective that could do a better job. But I do think that this show appeals to all people, and that is Normal People, which is based off of the Sally Rooney book, which I also recommend. I loved that book. Yeah, it was really The Hulu good. show is just really sweet, and I haven't finished it yet. It's definitely also kind of sad. The book was as well. It's kind of a rough love story that they have going on, but there are lots of cute moments between them, and it's a good relationship watch. It's definitely like a little sexier and i would say yeah that it's like it's a dialogue show it's not a lot of action it's definitely not like your heart's pumping and racing watching it but if you want like yeah a good show to get into i really liked that and i can't wait to finish that's cool i haven't watched it either but have heard that it's really good and i liked that book um i think it's so fun and honestly important to read from authors with different backgrounds or just different nationalities because like reading a book by sally rooney i was definitely learning a lot like oh not everyone speaks like an american (laughs) like they're I thought it was refreshing to read something that sounded different than how I talk, you know? Yeah, she's an Um, Irish writer, for those that don't know. Yeah, it was really fun to read. But I was going to recommend the show Sex Life. I don't know if you've seen it, Rai, but... I saw the first season. There's another season. I think it's really good. I think it's... that that'll get things heated up for sure and i just i don't know i like that it is very open in terms of just you know a mom that's trying to get her trying to get her groove on (laughs) yeah i love that more mothers more milf representation i don't know if actually that's something we need to call for (laughs) but we do we do love it when we see it yes that was also a show that you could watch with your girlfriends that would be really fun um or watch it like if you guys like me live out of state from your girlfriends and you don't get to catch up and see your friends in person all the time it's fun to have like a show that you're watching together from afar and netflix is a good place for those um but yeah i quite i i should watch the second season there's just been too much to watch so i haven't i did however watch the second season of bridgerton which i know is old news now and they took out 
so much of the sexy and i liked the second season there was like build up there but they don't give you what they give you in bridgerton season one and i'm like that is a mistake you guys that what do you think pulled us in (laughs) but we'll see if they come out with another season dang yeah i didn't watch bridgerton um but I most certainly should. I'm behind on that train. Another show is Oscuro Deseo, which it's called Dark Desire is what it translates to. And it's I like it because the show is in Spanish, but you know, you can obviously have subtitles on. I actually got into it when I was just trying to speak more Spanish and this is it's a thriller so it definitely is also the eerie vibe this is it's the right season for it um but there is some sexiness happening and i i watched the first season a while ago so i can't remember exactly what happens but i know there is a second season now and um would recommend especially if you're trying to get on that bilingual bs like i am I love that, Quinn. Um, I think that's great. And on that note, that kind of wraps up, I think, for today. We do have more recommendations, definitely. But it's been it's been a while in this episode. And so I think unless you have any other burning ones to share, we can kind of close with that. What do you think, Quinn? Yeah, I think that's that's a lot to take anyway. So a um, lot. I definitely am like you should have known up top to have your pen and paper with you to write down anything you're interested in because that was a, a bit of a rapid fire as you saw, but it was really fun to talk about these different moods with you guys and let us know if that is the sort of thing that's fun for you to listen to because we definitely have more where that came from yes and let us know if you end up watching listening reading any of this stuff because um it's just fun i don't know i love discussing different forms of like media and entertainment it's a fun way to engage in pop culture Um, But thank you all so much for listening. We hope you are still having a really good spooky season and can cuddle up and get cozy with some of these recommendations. Anything else before we sign off, Rye? No, this is perfect timing because now the hound is starting to get a little antsy. So we're all set there. I, I look forward to talking to you about the next one quinn thanks for sharing your recommendations with me as well i'll also report back if i get to watch especially the documentary that'll go to the top to the straight of my li- straight to the top of my list i believe <laughs> is what i'm looking for um yeah and i Ray will see will you like that in, one. i will see you in person soon my friend i know i absolutely can't wait um next episode is going to be on halloween you guys so Get ready for more spookiness from the twins. 
um, stay on your toes. You never know what's coming next. <laughs> Just kidding. Ooh. Don't not expect anything big from us. No. All and right. I, I don't know if we'll have a Halloween special as that alluded to, but it will be dropped on Halloween. So in any case, it's our first Q&R code Halloween. So I'm excited to hear if you dress up and what the Halloween deal is going to be, Quinn. Yes. But until then... Um, I will see you soon and goodbye. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you everybody for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.